0: So in the UK today, we're seeing the largest relaxation of restrictions since the pandemic began. Now, if you see those as a good thing or a bad thing, it means we can now meet people indoors, visit the cinema, go to the pub, indoors that is, and of course, start attending football matches again. For most clubs, it'll be the first time in the last 14 months that fans have attended their stadiums, with every club over the next week getting the opportunity to host their fans once again, um, whether that be midweek um, or at the weekend game on Sunday. It's the first real sign of light at the end of this very long tunnel that we've all been part in. Throughout that tunnel, throughout that time, by those first couple of months, um, football has been a constant. Now, like many of you, uh, for me, uh, the resumption of football and continuation of the game throughout the pandemic has been a welcome distraction and source of entertainment this last year. It's a time where we've not been able to see our families, but our football family has been there. I'm saying this because I don't want any of the next week to be taken for granted. Enjoy the last two rounds of FPL, whether you're lucky enough to be attending a game, watching a match in the pub for the first time with your mates, or just appreciating the angry jeers of fans as opposed to the artificial crowds that we've got so used to this last year. Try and appreciate this week for what it symbolises, what it will mean for so many people, and how it will be remembered. It's been a long time coming, but we are getting there. Welcome to Bandit's Broadcast. I'm FPL Bandit. Goodness me, what was that? What was that all about? I think I'm just a bit, you know, a bit excited, a bit optimistic. I don't, I don't know if they're a cup final. That might have sparked some things. Seeing all the fans back, seeing the Emotions pour out from players and owner alike. Um, after the game finished, it's going to be nice to see it kind of up and down the country. Um, from from tomorrow, and as the week goes on, it's a shame we're not getting a few more games. And um, but this feels like a good first step um, into getting back to normality. And I fully appreciate it as well. Uh, this obviously isn't being taken well by everybody. Some people think it's too soon. And I appreciate it as well pandemic is still extremely difficult for so many people. Of course, there's countries at the minute much worse off than the UK is. I completely appreciate that as well. But I think we're allowing to be a bit optimistic every now and again. And that's how I'm feeling. I'm a bit excited. I've got a bit of a buzz about me. I'm strutting about the place a bit more. We've also got um, the games as well. Let's just take a moment to look at the kickoff times. Bish, bash, bosh. Next to each other at the same time like all times, and Sunday's going to be even better. Back to Game Week 38 beauties of all playing at the same time, complete mayhem, and it's just what we like. It's what FPL's all about. not this horrible, drawn-out, let's watch Southampton Fulham at 3 o'clock on Saturday and then wait until 8pm for Brighton West. We don't want that anymore. We're done. Getting back to normal, fans in grounds. Everyone has something to play for. This is it. Hopefully, it's good. It's all good things. Now let's talk FPL. It's my first green arrow in a couple of weeks. Um, I got 54 points. Um, I took a hit, so 50 points. That just feels the most middle-of-the-road score. I think everybody kind of got 50 points this week. Salah captain, um, 10 points to 20. If you didn't captain Salah, you probably captain Kane, who got eight. So it's... Probably didn't make a difference at all. Um, other than that, there was a cheeky assist from Trent. Um, I got a goal from from Zaha and an assist from Bale, and that, that those were my only returns. Earned Leeds clean sheet as well. One of only three clean sheets this week. So yeah, very middle of the boat. M- not much to say on that week really. Um, we'll talk about a bit more, but the cheap forwards that we all looked at all kind of fell flat on the face. So that's there was no wrong decision there, I suppose. Um, If you held on to Watkins, he's the only one that managed to get a return, but that's kind of done and dusted. Um, We probably talk about them every week, and it's quite a similar discussion, but City is on the kind of forefront of everyone's mind, it seems, every week. So they played very much um, an extreme kind of B team. A lot of rotation... They still managed to get the win with a Torres hat-trick to stop things off. If you've got Torres, by the way, well played. I can't imagine many did, but if you did, well done. It means there's kind of this expectation now that we're going to see some of the first teamers come in 37 and 38. I think we'll get a mixture of kind of... I don't think you're going to get a full, proper first-team eleven um, if one even such exists in City at the minute. Um, but I, th- I think you'll get everybody, um, certainly the the big guys. Getting a game, getting a start, and then hopefully appearance points as well, if if you're lucky, um, over these next two. Which game that is is a complete that that's where the the luck comes in and the roulette comes in. They've got obviously the Champions League final. I think that means that everyone kind of has to kind of get minutes. Yes, and they'll be nice if they're kind of well rested and full of energy for the for the most important game. But they're gonna to wanna to play football in these next in these next two weeks. And I'm sure they will. So I think if you maybe took a punt on Mares or something last week or Foden, I, I don't feel too bad about that now. Um yes, it was a horrible little stinker, but don't worry, no one got any points this week anyway. Um and hopefully that means you're assured some minutes in these last two games. It does make it a bit more tempting now to actually jump on one of them. Um Particularly for me, Foden um, is kind of the right price for maybe like a Jota replacement if you're there or kind of maybe if you're a bit sick of Lingard, maybe that's a, a move there. That doesn't feel too bad at all now. Because you're kind of probably looking at maybe if you get the 90, one of the games, and then maybe a sub-appearance in the other 20, 25. Look, it's not ideal, but it's minutes. Um, so end of the, the capable of doing... Obviously plenty, as we saw, against the even with the B team against Newcastle, managing to get four goals. Um, the last kind of punt to take on, maybe. Um, I've talked about him every week, and I won't be able to soon, so I'm going to do it until I can't, and that's Aguero. He wasn't even in the squad, which doesn't feel great. <sighs> Surely he gets another start, one last start. If I was a betting man, um, I'd be putting it on the last game. That's their home game. It makes you kind of think, Pep's already shown a little sign of kind of caring about kind of giving players a bit of respect and kind of thanking them, I suppose, for (laughs) thanking them for everything. He gave Carson a start this weekend. It kind of shows where his head is at a bit. He's willing to give these players kind of... Maybe starts on minutes where he wouldn't have normally. Um, so maybe Aguero's than that that player on this final week. It's obviously the the game with fans. Um, someone like David Silva didn't get his send off because of lockdown. Maybe Aguero does, and maybe that's the start. It means maybe don't take that risk this week. But certainly one if he's maybe bench, maybe a couple of appearance minutes at the week uh, uh, on Tuesday. Then I think I will probably be doing what I can to get him in, and that's purely not FPL based or kind of hoping for points. I just want to see him one last time in my team, just for a... basically I'm saying thanks, <laughs> thanks, Sergio. No one else should do this. I don't think anyone else is even considering it. It's not like it's even being talked about anymore. Um, he, he missed that penalty, and everything was kind of kind of gone. Look, the guy's knackered. Let's not let's not ruin our teams. I don't have a lot to play for. I just want to enjoy myself these last couple of weeks, and I think Aguero will do that for me in the last week. So maybe there's, there's an opportunity there. Moving on to Man United, um, similar-ish situation, a um, bit worse. Um, the Europa League final is midweek rather than a full week after, so you're probably going to see a bit more rotation. Ollie's um, come out as well um, today and said uh, Marshall and James are both fit, and he wants to see them get minutes over these next two particular picks like Greenwood and Cavani. I've seen people kind of suggesting Greenwood as a Jota replacement. I really don't like it. There's a world where he doesn't get either start. I'd be extremely surprised if he gets both. I think your best-case scenario is one start, which could be fine. But it just feels like an unnecessary... I'd rather punt on a City guy to be completely honest. I do think the schedule kind of lends itself to them playing a bit of a stronger team this week and then giving those players then a rest for a week before the final, which is why I'll probably be captaining Fernandez, um this week because I expect the rotation to be in the final week. Again, if it has any weight to it, I don't know if it does, but their home game is the midweek one. So maybe they'll kind of want to... Hey guys, here we are, full team. Let's go. This is for the fans. I don't know if that does have any weight to it. I know the managers will probably say it doesn't have any weight to it at all, but maybe there is something niggling in the back of the mind saying, "Look, we need to give these fans a reward for kind of getting here and being here for and, and through everything." And hopefully, hopefully, we see some, some of that. And I'm right with my Bruno captain, but who knows? I do think we'll see rotation. like, I was kind of a bit half-regretting selling Cavani this week. Obviously, he didn't have a game, but because of all of the other strikers are kind of not looking amazing either, maybe Cavani's kind of under the radar going to do well this week. But again, like Greenwood, I don't expect him to get the minutes over these next two weeks at all. Just feels like unnecessary risks to take and when we've only got two games left. If you've got them, I wouldn't rush to sell. Maybe you've got bigger bigger fish to fry or bigger fires to put out, I should say. But I wouldn't be transferring in. It just feels a step too far. People are still talking about Leeds and rightly so. Um, a big result at the weekend, 4-0. It always kind of happens when this... People are just like, oh my God, I need... Is it double defence? <laughs> just because it was one of... Well, there was three clean sheets, Spurs, Sheffield, and Leeds. Um, It feels a bit mad to kind of immediately kind of switch your defenders out for Leeds players. They're so kindly priced that it's difficult to kind of ignore having three for these last two games. I think if I was ordering them in kind of priority, I think Dallas would be number one. Um, This is going to be the last time you can have him at his price and position. Then after that, it's close between Rafinha and Harrison. I think Rafinha's the better player, and I think you'll more likely get more points out of him over the next two than Harrison. Harrison is nil to start, no doubt, but he's not nilled for 90, um, as people seem to be saying. He had a period of kind of getting subbed, even at half. and He's... Let's just have a quick look here. He's been subbed at half three times. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if I'm backing someone number of minutes over these next two games, it's probably Rafinha. And that's kind of, I think, what you've got to kind of pay for. Although the same price, Harrison has outscored Rafinha, but it's worth noting he's played a lot more minutes. And that's partly due to when Rafinha was signed. That's not Harrison having... Um, well, Ruffini's obviously had a, a little injury as well. So it's, yeah, R- Ruffini just, and then I would probably put actually kind of Bamford bottom of the list. Um, I just think, because if you've missed, the, there was a press conference this morning. Um, Click has been told that he can basically go to Poland and uh, <laughs> get going with his international stuff. So he's he's kind of out. He started last week. Um, either in Roberts or Rodrigo's position um, kind of number 10-ish spot it's not really directly how we play but that's kind of where he would be I kind of expect Roberts to come back in a lot of people have been talking about Rodrigo and Bamford but I do just think the way Rodrigo played you're more likely to see him sub on for Bamford early again Bamford has been I'm not going to start saying he's knackered but if we're talking about early subs with Harrison, Bamford's even worse for it. Um, he's only played 90 twice um, since game week 28. He's obviously... He works so damn hard. His due are he's due kind of relaxing last couple of weeks, maybe. That's, that's just simply... Whereas I don't think that's going to happen as much with Rafinha and Harrison. I expect a lot of people listening already kind of have two or three anywhere. I'm just thinking if, you, if you've if you only got two and you're picking your third and you don't have Bamford, I'd be more... Say if you've got Dallas and Rafinha, I'd rather get Harrison as my third than Bamford. That's just kind of where I am. There's also kind of better picks at forward um, or very similar picks to Bamford at forward than there is compared with kind of Rafinha and Harrison. I'd like the triple up um, I have Bamford, I definitely wouldn't be selling. It's just if I'm picking the kind of third and you've already got two and you don't have Bamford. I wouldn't rush to make Bamford your third. Jotter replacements then touched on it briefly there. Um kind of talking about Greenwood and probably not because of the Likelihood of him playing both is, is quite low. Um, I think Rafinha and Harrison are both great picks. Um, if you've already got three, um, then maybe look at the Newcastle guys as well. Um, so there's St. Max and Willock. I kind of like Willock a little bit more. That's not to say he's the better player, but in terms of FPL, he looks he looks a bit greedy. And I mean that in the best way. Kind of, He's always looking at the goal, whereas St. Max might be kind of eyeing up assist potential and kind of where's the best place to place the ball rather than how can I score from here he's only 4-7 so you could be doing something with the money there as well probably because um, you're going to be serving 2 or 3 mil depending on what you, well 3 mil um, depending on what you bought Jota for so there's mad amounts of money to be served there and maybe kind of upgrade well whoever you like so that's kind of something to think about if you've Maybe saturated leads a bit. There might be people with double leads defence. Maybe you've got Mesley in Dallas or something in Bamford already, or you've got you know you're done with your leads spots, or you're just not fancying it. You don't have to you don't have to go triple leads, no one's forcing you to. So maybe Newcastle's the way. Um they've got pretty nice fixtures of the last two as well. So they've got Sheffield and Fulham, relegated teams, done and dusted. I mean Sheffield. Hello. Hello. One nil against Everton. Go on. I don't think you can get that <laughs> again. Everton are really bad. Really bad. Like, you look at City's last two games, and the the, the numbers <laughs> that the FPL page gives you would imply that the, um, the Brighton game is better than the Everton game. doesn't feel like it at all. Brighton just seem much better defensively. Just, Everton are just... The second half of this season have been so... Painful. Just painful. I kind of expected it to be a bit um, a bit more fruity when I'm asking about this week, but good grief. I turned it off. I'd watched a lot of football, and it was the last football match of the weekend, but I'm very very, If I've committed to the first 50 minutes, I'll, I'll, sit, I'll sit out the last 40, usually, and just kind of enjoy it, but <laughs> there's no enjoyment to be drawn out of that dreadful game of football, except... For maybe um a Jebison's family. Jebison's family probably enjoyed it quite a lot. Hey, getting <laughs> Jebison in. He was the answer to the, the budget forwards that we were talking about last week. It was Jebison that we should have got in. Who's got more goals than Brewster has all season? If you don't have Jotter to replace, my kind of priority transfer would probably be a Spurs guy. Well, by Spurs, no, there wouldn't be a Spurs guy. It would be Kane. I don't have Kane, and I'm absolutely terrified. I'd kind of blindly forgot about the golden boot race. Kane seems to really care about it, understandably so. But he does it every time he's kind of in line. He goes a bit mental near the end. I'm hoping that Bale keeps up. Um, he was one point behind this week. Um which is fine, which is a result, which is good because of the money I'm saving. That's If he does that every week, I'm a winner. I'm just a bit scared of Bale's minutes. I was surprised he played 88. He's just very rarely seems capable of reaching 60, uh, but he managed it this weekend, which makes me then worried for the last two. I think Son owner, owners, I think, could be quids in as well. I just... It was a quiet kind of weird game um, from Son last weekend, but I think these next two are kind of Son and Kane. Priorities one and two, I'd think. I can't do it. I'm, I'm done. I'm kind of locked out. My most expensive forward is Bamford 6-4. The, the stretches. It would require three transfers and a minus eight. I'm hoping Bale plus eight points will will keep up. But who knows? If you can get there, if you're still holding on to someone like Vardy, I don't know why, um, then I'd be making that move. Um, or if you can do it a lot easier than I can. Maybe you've got someone like Ings or something, I don't know. Um, then the move might be a bit easier. Or, or even DCL. I mean, if you've got DCL, you've lost the good game of the last three wolves isn't a bad fixture but it's certainly nothing like sheffield and then of course they've got sit in the last week I think you might have to cut your losses realize you picked the wrong one not that any of the budget guys scored but I appreciate that that was kind of the best chance of points and maybe that's been missed and just don't don't get yourself punished by by Cairn if you don't I mean I'm talking to myself here I, the vast majority of you have cairn the thing I'm holding on to is I'm looking at captains this week. I think you'd have to be pretty ballsy to actually captain in this week. I think Bruno's the, the runaway option. And then I think Salah's probably over Kane. I think it's quite close. But I, I think we'll see kind of more Salah captains than, than Kane maybe. I guess it depends who you're backing in the, in the golden boot. He's obviously got the same thing same thing to play for along with the same goals. Who knows, it might go down to the final week on the same goals. So it's nice. If you've got Salah and Kane, you're laughing because I think they're going to be... Salah, what was Salah doing? He kept passing it to Mane. I think the little tiff with Mane and Klopp, maybe they've all had a little sit-down together and said, come on, guys, let's be be pals again, please. So then Salah took that too far and never bloody shot. That's why he got max bonus, because he didn't have any missed shots, because he just kept laying it off. So they had to rely on the goalkeeper to score to actually win the game. Trent hasn't assisted Salah all season. That's those annoying little things to note when you own both of them. Just something to think about. Just something to you know, kind of get upset about if you want. Just start to share that. I have that pain with me, so now you do. Thanks. on the beach, in the shop window, playing for the Europe spot. None of it really means anything, guys. I think... I you know what my top tip this week is? If you support one of the Premier League teams, bring one of their players in. No matter who. Like, if you support one of the rele- relegated three, who knows when you're next to be able to pick one of your boys. Get them in. Enjoy it. They've all got pretty decent fixtures, all of the relegated three these last two games. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> Have a bit of fun and take some hits as well. Especially, especially if you ranked above 230k. The painful thing about my rank at the minute, I've been kind of stagnating these last five weeks. I was game week 32, I was 242k, and now 234. Very small gains. But gains all the same. It's the highest I've been all season. That kind of tells the story of kind of what happens, (laughs) I looked back at my overall ranks, so I was about a million in game week one which is considered good because if you get a game week rank of one million every season, you would win but then what happened the week after, is I got four and a half million game week rank, which put me at two million and I basically just spent the whole season recovering I saw a little mini kind of thread if you want to call it um, from Chief FPL Hints it's all about the early start a couple of people, well, quite a few people disagreed with him, but for me, it's it's definitely there. I, I will be penciling in an uh, early wildcard, I think, next season and just attacking the, the early weeks, getting early price changes, jumping on bandwagons early and just seeing how that goes because I try to play it too smartly at first and too reserved to try and, oh, don't take hits to begin with. Why not? Why not? I've been taking hits these last two months, and I've got more green hours than I have for the rest of the season. Didn't take any hits at all to begin with. I'm ready. I'm ready to get a bit... <clears throat> <clears throat> but we're talking about next season. Let's not get carried away. My transfers this week, I'm done with Zaha. What an absolute disaster that was. He got me a goal, but Mitchell got a goal and an assist at the weekend, so he outscored him massively, despite only being priced at 3.8 million. Benteke is just beating him every week as well. I'm exhausted with him. They've got a stinky last two games. Arsenal-Liverpool, so no thank you. Um, heel's gone. I think if you don't... I expect most people will be using the transfer and Jota this week, but if you've got rid of him already and you've got Lingard, don't be blinded by those fixtures. West Ham look kind of bad. Lingard looks even worse. I'd rather have... And this is provided you've got the transfers. I'd rather have a Leeds mid than Lingard at the minute. Horrible. I'll be selling Zaha and maybe Lingard for a hit. And that will be, depending on what I do, a Leeds mid. So I've got Dallas and Bamford. I'll be getting a Leeds mid. Rafinha just edges it to me, so it'll be Rafinha. And then the other spot will be Foden. If I fancy getting a bit spicy... So that's maybe or maybe not. Uh, My bench can't really take much risks. Um, I've got Wood first on my bench this week, but he's got Liverpool. um, And I've got double Liverpool defence, so I basically can't win there. Um, So I'd rather kind of not have to play him, which is why I'm a bit hesitant of bringing someone like Ferdinand in, uh, particularly for Zahar Lingard, who are nailed um, for the last two we will see. Um, I will, of course, as always, post my transfers, team, and captain picks um, on my page before I commit. Um, but my captain will be Bruno. That's, uh, that's in stone, actually, guys. That's all done. So we will see. Uh, good luck for the week ahead, as I say at the start. Enjoy it. Especially if you go into a game. I'm so jealous. I feel particularly bad for, like, West Brom and Fulham fans who will have not attended... Premier League game despite being promoted and relegated all in lockdown so that's of course that I mean I feel bad enough for us Leeds fans who first season in the Premier League in 16 years and we've not been able to go to a game but at least we've got next season and we'll be holding on to that and and Liverpool fans as well who haven't they did get that little kind of period um, where they could go to games but generally speaking they've not been able to see their team as champions at all which is sad as well. No matter what your creed <laughs> or, or whatever, you know, it's it, it's sad. It's not crazy, any of this. I'm not ending it on a negative. I'm not. This is good. It's all getting good now, guys. Good luck for the week ahead. I will see you on the Twitter, as always, and we'll be back on Thursday. Thursday pod this week because the game finishes on Wednesday and the deadline's on Sunday. So we've got a Thursday pod coming up um, in time for the Sunday deadline. I'll then be doing a wrap-up pod probably after, the week after. And then we're going all European, baby! See you then. Love you. Bye!